Welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Daily Blend Show. Today is January 21st, 2024, and it is National Squirrel Appreciation Day. I love to watch squirrels. Nancy and I, as we hike in parks across the country, love, love, love to hang out, watch squirrels in the tree, on the ground. Um, As we travel the country, you know we pet sit too, so we're hanging out and taking care of different gardens and um, squirrels are part of the entertainment, uh, part of hoping that the birds do get their bird food, and they usually do, and uh, they're just, they're fun, and they do, I think, mess with dogs. I think they tease dogs. Well, I looked up some facts about squirrels. And boy, did I learn a lot about squirrels. Uh, their family of animals is called, and hopefully I can pronounce this, C-U-R-D. It is S-C-I-U-R-I-D-A-E. C-U-R-D. It's actually a Greek word um, that comes from, well, from Greeks, uh, for shadow tail. And so the ski is shadow and ura tail. And the name is all about the squirrel's habits of hiding in the shadow of their long, bushy tails. Did you know there's over 285 species of squirrels around the world and over 65 here in North America? Of course, the most common types are tree squirrels that we're really used to, ground squirrels. Like when we were out in in the high desert, we'd like outside Joshua Tree, we'd get little ground squirrels. They'd pretty much come out in the spring through fall and winter. They'd kind of, you wouldn't see them as often. There's also flying squirrels. And then there's also other rodents that are connected to the family, like marmots, chipmunks, prairie dogs. I love them. So uh, keep your eye out for these wonders. Now, what about their food? You know, they've got those really long teeth. Um, apparently, those uh, really big teeth that they have, uh, especially their front teeth, continue to grow throughout their lives. That's why you always see them gnawing them like they're gnawing on nuts, of course, to eat. But they gnaw a lot, and that's to keep their front teeth down. But they really do eat mostly, they're mostly herbivores. Um, but once in a blue moon, you may see them actually eat small birds, the birds' eggs, insects, smaller rodents, and even young snakes. Speaking of snakes, I found out that some ground squirrels actually make what they call rattlesnake perfume. There's a study that was done back in 2008 that found out that some squirrels, uh, the ground squirrels, would actually collect old rattlesnake skin, chew it up, lick their fur, and that would give them this kind of odor of a rattlesnake, which helped them hide away from basically rattlesnakes. So, you know, those are probably our little ground squirrels out in the desert that we used to hang out at, out near Joshua Tree. So going back to their food. So yes, they are pretty much herbivores and we know they like to dig holes. Sometimes you think, oh, they're digging holes to bury the nuts that they're eating, you know, like acorns and things like that. But sometimes they dig fake holes to make other squirrels think that's where their little larder is. So the other squirrels will spend time doing that while they go get food elsewhere. So it's kind of like a, you know, bait and switch kind of deal. It's funny. Um, And, you know, if you see them, you know, twirling around, they when, you know, if something goes after them, like a rattlesnake, right? 
you'll see them in the trees or in the ground. They actually zigzag. Like all animals have a way to get away from predators. And for squirrels, they're zigzagging around. So you see that often in trees. All right. So what about their hibernation? I'm looking like, oh, let's go back to, you know, how they get their food. Because right now it's winter and we want to talk about hibernation. Some do. It's really um, mostly the ground squirrels that hibernate that I'm talking about. But they scatter their food all over. They don't keep it all in one space because they know others will go and steal their food. So they scatter it around. Um, so they actually do lose about 25% of their food, but um, you know they lose it through theft. They also lose it because they sometimes forget where they scattered their food. And that's why we get trees. So there you go. They're, they're actually little tree planters as well. But what about with all the snow right now where Nancy and I were out in Joseph, Oregon, which is in the northeast corner of the state, and um, it's snow country, and there are squirrels. And I'm like, how are you surviving? But they can actually dig a hole through the snow to get their their food. They're actually able to smell it uh, for like they threw a foot of snow, and then they'll dig a tunnel and they'll go get their treasure or another squirrel's treasure. So you know, there's a lot of thievery going on. All right, so let's move on to some weird things that we all think. We think, oh, squirrels carry rabies. Don't we think that about rodents? But apparently, small rodents like squirrels, chipmunks, guinea pigs, even gerbils and hamsters, right, have actually never been found to carry rabies or trans transmit the disease to humans, which I find very interesting. And in fact, when you think about squirrels, we, human society, actually put them into parks. We in this country, in North America, our city parks have trees and have squirrels because we reintroduce them. Uh, squirrels have been, you know, a source of food for humans for a long time. Uh, also their fur is used as, you know, to keep warm, uh, things like that. So um, at one point we actually almost lost them all. Then it became kind of a reintroduction process across the country in different parks, including Central Park in New York City. All right, so let's look at their size because there's so many types, right? Their size actually ranges from five inches, like the African pygmy squirrel. Then they can get as big as three feet long. Some of those species include the Indian giant squirrel. China has uh, a giant one too. They have a red and white giant flying squirrel. Here in North America, the gray squirrel can actually leap more than 20 feet. That's pretty far. That's huge. And now, uh, you know, talking about gray squirrels, did you know some of them are all black or all white? So good luck with that. <laughs> now there's the flying squirrels that we were just mentioning. Well, we found out that flying squirrels don't actually fly. They have these flaps of skin between their legs, and that's what actually ha helps them glide from tree to tree. So it's not really flying. Um, they can actually, these flying squirrels can actually, some of them, depending on the species, actually leap over 150 feet. That's incredible. Some can cover 300 feet in one single glide, which I think is pretty amazing. Okay, what about where they are? Well, we talked about they're in our parks, our city parks, our major city parks. But, you know, pretty much you'll see squirrels 
be territorial in one specific region. And that's what we've noticed across the country. Like there's squirrel families, they have their trees, they have their areas, but there could actually be around 25 or more squirrels per about a third square mile in urban areas, especially if you've got mature trees. Now, what about this hibernation? We mentioned, okay, that ground squirrels, they pretty much are the ones that, that hibernate in the winter months. Tree squirrels, they're still hanging out. But the ground squirrels, um, actually, they're pretty social. And squirrels are. That's why they have all that. They have that chattering. And I love to hear it. it it's so funny. Um, but the ground-dwelling squirrels, uh, most of them live in groups. And that is called a scurry or a dray. But then there's the prairie dogs. And I love the prairie dogs. We've seen them in Arizona, Colorado. Um, just trying to think. Oh, Texas. Actually, Lubbock is where we really saw them. And they, they actually have what's called prairie towns. They're actual colonies. And they can actually build these colonies for hundreds of acres. Farmers aren't always happy about them. Um, but they do. I think one of the largest towns was actually uh, prairie towns. On record, actually is a Texas town. And that was a group of black-tailed prairie dogs. And that stretched about 100 miles wide, 250 miles long and had approximately get this 400 million inhabitants that's a lot of prairie dogs and that's a, that's a city man that's huge 100 miles wide 250 miles long that is one big prairie town okay so uh what about today well do you know that squirrels have actually been kept as pets until about the 19th century um they were just made fun pets because they're social. They are kind of tame. They can be tame and um, because of their size. But check this out. You know, Bob Ross, the guy from The Joy of Painting, the guy with the big hair, he apparently rescued an orphan squirrel and sometimes brought it on his show. And so he had a little pet squirrel. But uh, it's a little different when you orphan and well help an orphan little squirrel. So I think that's really cool. Then, of course, some interesting Here's some funny. And well, this is just as wild. In China, in a place called Chongqing, and I apologize if I'm not pronouncing this correctly, they actually last year trained a group of squirrels to be drug sniffers. This is this happened last year. A team of six Eurasian red squirrels became part of what I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, part of a subunit within the Chongqing City Police Dog Brigade. And their small size and agility are apparently beneficial because they're able to go through tiny spaces and warehouses and places that um, drug people store drugs and find the drugs better than the dogs because of their little size. So there you are. Next thing you know, squirrels are busting you. So watch out for squirrels, drug dealers. All right. So some other fun, fun stuff. Uh, we always like to have fun stuff and music on the show or recommendations. And I found this to be hysterical. Ray Stevens uh, put out it. So this is kind of like your movie of the day and your song of the day. It's called The Mississippi Squirrel Revival. The link is in the show notes for you to watch this music video. It's pretty hysterical and it's a funny song. And then also, if you like to watch uh, nature, and I, I know a lot of people who love to put nature on the TV because you know what? Pets like it. Cats and dogs love to watch TV. Well, this is a really cool channel I found. It's on YouTube at Movie Squirrels. They pretty much have a traveling bird feeder and they film squirrels, do all these antics, and um, it's fun to watch. So 
it's good to have in your yard. If you're uh, a person uh, that feeds birds, yes, you know, some are going to the squirrels, but it's fun to watch. But it's also fun to have a habitat for wildlife. And you know that they're helping the ground, they're helping plant more trees. And it's a great thing for families to get started with. So as most animals and birds to have a wildlife habitat, the National Wildlife Federation has an amazing program. Uh, they It's all about getting a backyard wildlife habitat so you can create, if you have a bird feeder, that's great. But they also want you to really plant native plants because that's what birds and animals really want more than the seed. The seed is just like an extra little food bar. You know, it's like happy hour for everybody. But it's about having the right plants in your yard that feed the native wildlife having water, shelter, and, um, you know, shelter for, you know, like trees. Birdhouses are cool too, but also not using any um, spray, any kind of chemicals um, that will kill things. You know, like we were saying earlier, squirrels, yes, they eat plants and uh, they're herbivores, but they also eat insects just like birds do. So um, the more you work with wildlife in your backyard, uh, yeah, you're going to have uh, a wildlife TV from that. Um, but you're also going to have a system that takes care of itself. So hopefully you can do that and enjoy it. And hey, on, you know, a wonderful day like today, Squirrel Appreciation Day, it's celebrated every, uh, you know, January 21st, which we can do every day. So, you know, we don't just stick to one day for a holiday around here. Um, post some squirrel photos on social media and have fun watching all the squirrel fun stuff on social media as well. But everyone take care. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.